This is a podcast from the South China Morning Post. Hello and welcome to this week's Adventure Trail, where we look far and wide for the maddest people running the furthest distances and climbing the biggest mountains. But this week, we don't have to look very far. Mary, since our last recording, you have uh, won another trail race. You uh, came first in the Fast 50. You must be very proud of that. I was, uh, yeah, really excited to get to run in this inaugural race, the Fast 50 by the Trail Hub. Um, what's special about this race is that it's the only race in Hong Kong with about 1% of stairs. The only uh, trail race in Hong Kong, whereas in other races you really have to just burn your legs um, and thighs to go up all these meters and go up these mountains. This one was really all about fast running, which is why it's called the Fast 50, the Fast 50K, the Fast 50 Miles. Um, yeah, I'm, I spoke to you at the end of it and you were sort of talking, talking about trying to make a decision now whether or not you stick to those fast races that are your uh, strength or try and improve your stairs and actually um, minimize them as a weakness. Um, have you got any further in making that decision? Yeah, I've decided to work in the weaknesses. So I've already signed up for my next race, the uh, MSIG uh, Green Race Ultra, the 44K, which will have a lot of stair climbing up Patson Lang Ridge, up Cloudy Hill. Uh, so I'll be working on that over the next couple of weeks. And uh, do you find it more difficult to sort of motivate yourself to get upstairs or now that it's a new challenge, a new goal, is that a new thing to push for? Yeah, not really, actually. Uh, now that my, my foot's been hurting over the past week or so after this Fast 50 race, just with a lot of pounding on the concrete and fast running. So I've taken the opportunity to do more power hiking um, with fresh legs and pretty excited about setting my new goal of being better at stairs. And uh, also uh, since last uh, recording, on the same day as the Fast 50, we had... Um, the, the standard charter marathon which was pretty cool did you uh, mm -hmm. you have many friends running in that yeah and you were there as well catching a lot of the action um uh one i guess two close friends who 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 ran it were um chan ka ho my um a former coach when i was running track and uh, uh road racing and his wife christy yuki ching and they both ran in the half marathon with uh, very impressive results yeah and uh, christy's was particularly impressive she won and it was her first race since having a child, which is uh, really awesome. Yeah, and she really smashed her goal time, I think, of 118 um, by about a minute and a half, close to two minutes, and ran 116 with and change. Just very, very, very impressive time. <laughs> but it's not all been positive news in the world of running. This Saturday, we had the Saikung 50, and uh, somebody decided to go out on the course and make a really concerted effort to um, remove and... Uh, alter the markings. I've, I've heard of people, hike, disgruntled hikers, ripping down markings before, but this seemed to be a really well-planned effort to misdirect runners. Mm -hmm. uh, have, you, uh, have you ever been in a race and been misdirected? No, um, I haven't, though I guess, yeah, there, there were some missing markers at the, in the Fast 50, and I'm sure it seemed like some people were. It, they had been taken down intentionally, but not like in the Saikung 50, where people or whatever, whoever it was who was sabotaging the race actually went out of their way to mark a completely different trail. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you can sort of understand a disgruntled hiker grabbing something and pulling it down. That's one thing, but they must have got up at like 3 a.m. on the Sunday or Saturday morning to go and do this plan. It's just a bit sad. I'm like, who's doing this? It's only, it's not, it's just a mm -hmm. time. It's like, a, it's a niche sport. I mean, it's the race organizers livelihood, but also, I mean, even if they have a problem with the race organizer specifically, what about just the hundreds of people who have a New Year's resolution to run a 50K or a 22K or whatever and 
going out your way to ruin it. It yeah. just seems so. Yeah, I, mean, I wish they a, would. Yeah, yeah. Get, get a life, basically. Right, or just go talk to the race directors if, and voice your complaints. Yeah. And your yeah your 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 discomfort with whatever it is about the race, maybe going through your backyard, or if it's just man of hate or whatever it is that's motivating them, um, I wish they'd stop doing it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the tri- we're very lucky to have all the country parks here and there's a lot of different sort of parties who have rights to it. So it's a very much a balancing act on one hand, but it just doesn't, if the balance is incorrect as such, there is uh, better ways to address that disgruntledness rather than just sort of going out and spitefully ruining it for everybody. Mm-hmm. But turning away from the negativity, we've got Nikki Hahn coming in. Yeah, uh, today. I'm really excited. She won the, or she's the first woman to finish the Hong Kong Four Trails, 298 kilometers nonstop over all four of Hong Kong's major trails. No checkpoints, no support, except for when you're between the trails. And she uh, did it in uh, 59 hours? I can't. 58 something. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I we should have looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but oh God, I'm, I'm excited and worried about this interview because... Uh, one of the best things about Nikki is that um, that she is super, super modest. She's so humble, which is a fantastic trait to have, especially after achieving something like this. But she might be so humble that this is difficult to actually get the, the nitty gritty story out of her. <laughs> so let's see if she can, yeah, now that she's had some time to stew, whether she'll have a lot of reflections to share on her experience. Yeah, looking forward to having her on. Nikki, welcome to the show and thank Hello. you for coming to join us. Hello, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on your amazing feat of running the Four Trails Ultra in 58 hours and 20 minutes. Thank you. So you've had some time to reflect on it. What jumps out at you from that experience um, as something that's the most memorable? The support I had from people was amazing. Yeah, that's it. Was that something that you expected? Um. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. And how did it help you, the support? Oh, I really, I knew there was a lot of people who were going to follow me, watch me go along, watch that little dot. Yeah, it was incredible. So I kind of did it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, when you get, um, when you got to the end of the first 100K, that's sort of the first time you meet your actual, your actual support. Was I mean, what did that, was that a huge morale booster or were you already on a roll by then? Yeah, it was good to see them, yeah. But I was in there, I was really focused, you know, I had to get onto the next trail. Is that something that has been the case for a lot of races? Or do you, were you in a particular zone? No, this is different. It was a different one. Yeah. Was it because it wasn't actually a race and that, you know? Yeah, I, I never looked at it as a race. Even in the taxi on the way to the start, I was with Katia, Katia mm-hmm. Kutcher. And I said to her, this is such a different feeling. It's not a race. It's like a, it's just like a long run. A very yeah. long run. <laughs> a very long run, yeah. But yeah, no, the support um, was amazing. So, from, what, from, from what? all over the world, from like friends, family, all over the world. It was amazing. Cool. And I didn't really know that until I finished. I had so much support, but they were there with me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm really interested in what you mean by like it felt different. To a, to a race, I mean, what way did it feel different? Oh, it's just relaxed. There's no pressure. There's no bib. It's just you and the trails. And you have to do whatever you have to do to survive. And do you, um, 
Um, do you think that's now going to change when you do go into a race, like a long race, like a hundred mile actual race? Do you think you're now trying to take that sort of similar attitude? No, um, it'll be different again. It'll be a different feeling. It'll be a race. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you'll be able to take something that you've learned from running and not race that is so as epic as the Hong Kong Four Trails Ultra Challenge, where you're you know stitching together the four longest trails in Hong Kong? Um, and how, how would that affect the racing that you'll do in, in the months, years to come? Yeah, I think it will. I think it'll affect me. Will it make you more competitive or calmer? Probably calmer, I would say. You know you can do it. Mm. Yeah. That's true, because yeah. you probably won't be doing anything quite as long in, uh, in the immediate future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new comment <laughs> <laughs> okay so maybe maybe we'll yeah, see you I've running something I've been asked something. to do a race I haven't decided whether I'm going to do it or not okay but it is this year mm. yeah I mean you were thinking about doing 100k on Friday the Translanto I mean that must be a quick turnaround mentally like I know you are you no, the, semi-committed you know the Translanto I've done it four times so it's you just feel like, I love it. it I love Lantau. It's me. It's not. Yeah, it's not even a mental thing. It's just I yeah. just love it. Mm. But it's whether I'm, I still feel quite tired. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, bet, I bet you feel tired for a long time. But um, so I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks. But how you felt at the finish line, and the next day, and two days later, and a week, and a week and a half later, do they all? Does it? Is your emotions about it change reflecting on it? Yeah, I couldn't quite believe I'd done it that first week. It's like, oh my god, I did it. I think I always knew I could do it. Under Meredith last year, she did it in sixty-six something hours. I always knew I could probably do it under that, but doing it under sixty hours was quite. I didn't think I could do it. But yeah, so afterwards I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I've done it. <laughs> And then it's gradually sunk in. Yeah. I'd love to hear a bit more about the 58 hours and 20 minutes that you spent on the trails. Mm. What is What was the process like? Um, do you think about it mentally in terms of the four trails? Are you breaking it down in terms of 20 kilometers, 50 kilometers at a time? Yeah, each I did it. I broke it down to each trail. Okay. So I had a 100K run, 86K run, a 50K run, and then a 70K run. I never looked at it as 298k mm. and within each of those segments how did you what was the mental strategy what was the mental game what was going through your just mind just keep going okay and survive whatever you had to do to survive yeah was there any point where you thought maybe this is a bit of a push yes on the start of the second trail the wilson mm -hmm. when you start at um nam chong and you have pat sing Leng first that was really tough because it was three o'clock in the morning and I was so tired and that was hard. But I didn't let negative thoughts come into my head. I was tired. And what was pushing through that, like the sleepiness? Did you have the push yeah. off hallucinations or? No, I didn't have hallucinations at all. It was, um, I was so tired. You know, the passing line, the immortals mm -hmm. go up and down, up and down, up and down. I was going up, I'd have to stop every like 10 steps. And just and then keep going because I was actually I was so tired I was wobbling. Do you do something sort of 
uh, you know, you say you don't let negative thoughts get into your head at that point. Do you do something active to think positive? Like, or would you just, you just able to passively sort of avoid negative thoughts? Yeah, I just, I just avoided them. But that took a while to, over the last few months, took a while to do that. No, really, so you've yeah. been practicing oh, sort yeah, of yeah. self-talk yeah, and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, I mean, did you, why haven't you ever sort of practiced that before for other hundred milers you've done? I don't know. Just the distance. I think it's just the four trails. It's just like a huge challenge. Different. It's such a different ball game. And yeah. what was it like practicing that mental strategy? Was that something that your coach um, suggested or something that you thought, no, okay, no, well. No, I just have to do it myself. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. train, like, did you build up a bank of positive thoughts? Yeah. 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 And then what was it like when the uh, sun came up on that uh, sort of midway through the Wilson Trail? Or would it be? Yeah, midway oh, through. it was amazing. And I was coming down Cloudy Hill and the sun came up and actually took out my phone, took a picture. Something that I don't do a lot. I actually turned on the mobile data and went onto Facebook and put that picture of the sunrise. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, this is what I came for. <laughs> Did that recharge you like some kind yeah. of solar battery? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. 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 Wow. So just, just this feeling of awe and beauty. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm. It was the best. It was really good. And do you get a, uh, I'm trying to work out the timing, do you get then a second sunrise yeah. as well? I got a second sunrise as I hit Muo. And that was just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I bet during the night you sort of think the night will never end and then the sun comes and it must just turn everything around. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Especially as you come to that final home straight yeah yeah yeah, yeah that um, was awesome so at what point did you sort of start to start to really believe that you could break 60 when i was on the muo ferry the central mm. to muo ferry yeah we were sat there sat with dave and katya and we were talking and they said you've got what 14 hours to do this and i was like yeah i can do it 14 hours because yeah, yeah. what's the what's your PB on that without having done a previous? I think it's something? ten some ten fifty something. Yeah, it's mm. pretty impressive. <laughs> and you were yeah. also the first person ever to complete the four hours ultra under sixty hours and not have taken the three AM ferry. Um, so did you? You had a bit of a buffer then between missing that yeah, three AM and the yeah. catching the six AM. Yeah, which worked out really good actually. Because when I was on the Hong Kong trail, I knew I wasn't going to get the three AM ferry, so I just took it easy. Mm. And then when I got to the crew car, I still had about an hour and 20 minutes before the 6.10 ferry. So I just relaxed. Napped? Or? No, I never slept. Didn't sleep once. Wow. Not one wink. <laughs> Was that part of the plan beforehand? Were you thinking I'll avoid it? Yeah, sleep? I didn't. Yeah, didn't really want to sleep. Hmm. Hmm. And the So I just sat and ate, had a coffee. Oh. I did lie down. Yeah. But yeah. And the fatigue or the urge to sleep never hit you? No, apart from on passing lane. Yeah. That's the only time. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you think it's, is, is that something, have you always been good at staying yeah, awake for a long time? Yeah, I don't need a lot of sleep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, why do you think, were you surprised when you were that tired so early on in your relative? Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. What do you think that was a result of? Just going up passing lane that way. I've only done it a few times. Mm. That's hard. It is. <laughs> it's hard that way. Yeah. It's easier the other way. Um, and then uh, 
you know, I asked you on the finish line, is it important to you that you are the uh, the first woman to break 60? And you sort of shrugged and said no. no. Not still really. not. But now yeah. that uh, you may have seen people's comments, you know, a lot of women on in the comment sections are saying like... Yeah, it's very, yeah, yeah. It has changed a little bit, yeah. Hmm. In what way has it changed? Yeah, I think more women will try it. They'll go out and try other things as well. How does that make you feel to sort of be a role yeah, it's model? It's quite awesome, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it is. It's a, it's a good role model. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. I mean, because when you think about the sort of the other people who have broken 60 now, you're like in the same bracket as people like Stern Zhang, who've been like a legend on the trail running scene and stuff like that. Does, how does that make you feel? Yeah, I don't think like that. He's like a legend to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I'm in the same, same. I think you can legitimately yeah. put yourself in the same no. <laughs> yeah. um, in terms of training for something like this how how did that go about and what was the process like yeah so i trained with casey morgan do you know casey mm-hmm. yeah yeah i've trained i've been with him for about two years so he helped me but it wasn't the training wasn't excessive it was just consistent training and was the focus on putting in a lot of hours on a weekly basis not really no just really effective efficient training mm. yeah um what does effective efficient training sort of look well, like? not not massively long distances or kilometers yeah what would not massively long for somebody who isn't a trail runner what would uh so i was probably doing a week about 70k mm-hmm. running but then on top of that i walked everywhere hiked a lot so then it took it up mm. over 100 something mm. k a week and would those 70k of training would those be dispersed um over the seven days or would you have longer you know weekends to just get yeah over the to, seven days yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah so it wasn't excessive but then saying that i have got a lot of races in my legs i'd done i just did utmb last when's utmb august august september yeah, yeah. Um, nine dragons in the February. I did trail walker building up to it. Mm. Um, Wilson Trail, Rebel Queen, and then the summits, Lantau summits. They were all for, for trails. It must have occupied your mind for oh, a long time. Consumed me for months. <laughs> and what's it? Is that a weight off your shoulders now? Would you feel? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Or is it at all like a, a missing hole now? No, not at all. I have another challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that you won't tell us what it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> <A critic. laughs> um, do you think, though, it, it's going to be hard at all to sort of get yourself up for the next challenge? No, be good. Yeah, but physically, you're still tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not for a while. How, how, how's the physical tiredness manifesting itself? Legs are fine. Back, back pain. Huh. Yeah. Really From bending over? No, I don't know. Heavy pack. Mm. I don't know. How much yeah. were you carrying on the trails? Yeah, quite a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, what did you have in your pack? I had, on the first trail, the Mac, I mean, I had pretty, like, warm weather gear. Because you never know. But then it was really hot. <laughs> so I dumped all that on the at the end of the Mac. A lot of water. To start with, I had two, two liters of water. And I'd, I stopped two bottles. Mm. which was perfect because it was warm it's really good um food 
clothes. What, what kind of food did you go with? I had um, dried cranberries, lots of slices of turkey breast, <laughs> black sesame mochi. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> they worked really well. Um, dark chocolate. Oh, I had so much stuff. <laughs> Sandwiches. What wouldn't you bring um, again or what would you bring if? What would you bring or what wouldn't you bring again that you did bring? I think I'd take everything, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And more? No. Nope. That was good. Oh, and a water, a water filter. Mm. You can't do the four trails without water filter. So then you can just take water from wherever. That's true. Um, so the 100 milers that you have done so far, all of them have had dreadfully cold weather. Yeah, really bad weather. Yeah, like exceptionally and bad. And then this wasn't exceptional. Very, very hot. Hot, yeah. So, was that uh, which 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 suits you better? Probably the warmer, yeah. So were you uh, in your comfort zone when the temperature started to creep up? Yeah, I was okay. Yeah, especially on the Mac. There's so many toilets and places for water along the Mac. Yeah. If you have your filter, you can really hydrate. Yeah. I just took the time to hydrate. And uh, I mean, how cognizant of that were you? Making a serious point to drink, or were you? Uh, I was just um, thirsty the whole time. So, sorry? Or were you just thirsty like the whole time? No, I really made an effort to drink. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a specific goal of, okay, I need to take in so many liters per hour or so many calories? Not per really. Of time? No, but I did make myself drink a lot on the Mac because it was hot. Mm. Yeah. I probably drank more on the Mac than in if I was doing a race, like a 100K race. Um, so that bad weather and those other 100 miles that you've done, uh, how do they help you when you are on the trail? Oh, massively. Massively. In what way? Oh, you're just mental. You know you can do it. Did you draw on any moments in particular and think, if I could do that, I can do this? Yeah, the Scottish race I did. The West Highland oh, Way. Oh, that was horrific. Which yeah. way was that? Was that the sorry? West Highland Way. Mm. The one from Glasgow to Fort William. Okay. It's 100 miles and it was zero degrees, 45 mile per hour winds, rained, and I was frozen. Well, it sounds like a record some of the ends. And so you thought, wow, if I've done that, yeah, I can deal with Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, and when you were doing that race, I mean, had you had anything else that you could draw on or was that sort of the bedrock of your was, success? Um, yeah, there was other ones, yeah. But the, the, the weather, that was the first one. How did other fare on the West Island Way? There was a lot of people stopped, yeah. Yeah. I think I was, yeah, sixth, sixth woman overall. So... um in all of these races where each of them have had their own sort of uh, uh, um, mental aspect to them with the weather, which are you most proud of? Is it just no question about it, you're most proud of the four trails? Yeah. Oh, it's hard. UTMF. I've told you that before. UTMF is pretty tough. The weather there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's. Well, and that was my first 100 mile. So it was like quite a, it's different, isn't it? 100 mile up to 100, 100K up to 160K. Big difference. Mm -hmm. And so rewinding a little bit to the end of the Lantau Trail mm. where you're running down that final stretch yeah. of road and then you see the post box and your two daughters are running with yeah. you. Can you walk us through what that felt like, what was going through your mind? Yeah, it was all surreal. You know, I was coming off sunset and then the fog came in. It was really windy and foggy. And I was coming down to Nam Shan. And my, I was so tired, my eyesight was going. And I could have pushed it a little bit more, but I thought if I go faster, if I fall, it could take me another two hours to get off. So I just went really, really steady. I hit the road and just ran. And then before, 
I started, I would always visualize like when I hit Namshan, I'd probably be crying, you know, like a baby, like, oh, I've done it, I've done it. But when I hit Namshan, I was like, I was like, I couldn't, nothing came, you know. I just ran down and I saw those two. And I still wasn't like crying or anything. It wasn't until I hit the post box and I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, but to see them there, it was just awesome. When you hit the post box, did you feel like you expected to feel? Yeah, more and more. More what? Just felt fantastic. Yeah. I hadn't, I had deliberately, months before, I deliberately not walked past that green post box. I couldn't even look at it. If I was in Muo, I would go around the back, past the bosses, <laughs> couldn't look at the post box. <laughs> so to actually be able to go up to it, just as like, yes. Yeah, after a big detour around Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just took me 58 hours to get there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really cool, interesting detail about the mental aspect of the entire thing, that mm. even something so small as this little post box mm. could have factored in to oh, yeah. your entire I couldn't, planning. couldn't look at it. Didn't because of want... the fear that you wouldn't reach it? No, because those... I want the, 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 the time I wanted to see it was at the end of that four trails. So it's sort of like a mental treat. A mental treat, yeah. And another mental treat I gave myself was I only allow myself to listen to music at the end of every trail. <laughs> so like 10, like 10, last 10K. So like on the Mac, it was when you hit the the, con the road. So that's 10K to Pat Tan. Start listening to music. Awesome was the same. Yeah, and when you put the music in, sort of, <clears throat> could you feel yourself with like 5K oh. to go to the music line? Like, yeah yeah it was amazing yeah and as soon as i put music in i was like yes and it made me go faster yet <laughs> even on the last trail only 10k you th or did, or actually you no i put the music in at the top of sunset yeah so it's what how far maybe 5k mm -hmm. 4k something that must be awesome is there one particular tune that gets you going i had four songs <laughs> on constant <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what were they? No, like? <laughs> <laughs> no don't. Uh, you, you don't no. have to tell us you don't want to, but we do want to know. Oh my god! Give us a genre. Who yeah. could play twenty-one or questions? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are they? ZZ tops. <laughs> Give me some loving. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, we won't ask the other three. If you don't want to know the rest. <laughs> so how did your uh, How did your kids feel? Uh, have they spoken about when they saw you coming around the bend for the final? Oh, uh, yeah. They were just like, "Yes, you've done it." Yeah. Did they cry? Yeah. Oh wow. Both of them. Yeah. Even before you reached the first box. Yeah, I could see you. that. I was running down the hill and I could see them both standing there and they were just both, yeah. Yeah. Sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that make you feel when you saw that? Yeah. Or awesome. you just. Yeah. Can't describe it. Yeah. Incredible. And for them to be there, I've done a lot of races where they haven't been there. So for them to be there at this big one, yeah, it was the best. Was that another thing that sort of mentally. Yeah. yeah. Mentally Again, it's that support. Yeah. that support is incredible I mean it's such a I mean a difficult thing even to support I mean, did, did they did your support crew sort of have to take a lot of logistical advice off of people who've done it before some yeah Katia Kutcher who she supported um Scotty Callahan in his attempt to do it so she kind of knew what she was doing and then there was my husband Mark he was the driver 
and then Dave Martin, he joined at um, the end of the Wilson. Yeah, they were all amazing. Yeah. 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 And and how did um after completing this event, how did your sleeping um and eating get affected? Yeah, by? the sleeping was awful. Just weren't able to fall asleep because you were. Yeah, your, I think your body that, clock was. Uh, yeah, I think in that week after, so from the start of it, the Wednesday until the following Wednesday, I probably slept for about seven hours. Wow. Yeah. What were I, you doing at home? Just. Just yeah, I couldn't sleep. So just reading books and books. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting up. Yeah. How much do you? How's that compared to sort of how much you normally sleep? Oh, it's a way less. Yeah. You don't sleep much. I don't, don't sleep a lot. No. Yeah. But Obviously, seven hours in seven days, days isn't is very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. much. Sort of, uh, yeah, it's not much. Yeah, no. I was, yeah. Yeah. So are you typically like a four or five hour person per night? Yeah, maybe five, six hours. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And eating much. wise, did you get an appetite, your appetite yeah, back? Yeah, I ate okay. Mm. It was just the sleeping. Yeah. And that was something you expected to have to deal with? Yeah. In, mm-hmm. yeah. Even after a 100k race, 50k it usually takes a few days for me to get settled down. This just took a bit longer. <laughs> Were you worried at all about that or did you kind yeah, of relish? Was, uh, no, I was worried. I was thought, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to sleep again. <laughs> and also you need to sleep because it helps. Your body recovers when you sleep. So I was like worried about that. So do you think you're, uh, do you think, I mean, a lot of the other finishers I've spoken to have called it a life-changing event. Do you think your life is going to change? It's hard to say. Yeah. In what way? In like running way, or I oh, mean, I mean, they sort of have a different perspective on life. About um, just one of them got a promotion at work that he puts down to his trail to, to uh, Salomon, who puts um, a pro- promotion to work down to the fact that he was managed to speak up to his partners about how he never give up now and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Do you think that he'll have any? I don't think so. That? No. Yeah. You're sort of just too yeah. relaxed to yeah. have. <laughs> I've got a pretty amazing life. My family's amazing, you know. It's like, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, can't get better. Yeah. Right. Any plans to do the Fort Trails Ultra Challenge again at some point? No. No? No. You just take it off it. the list? It's like, it. yeah, it's like UTMB. People said, oh, you're going to do it again, better your time. But I was so happy at UTMB. It was, I had a really good race. I was happy with my time. I don't need to go and do it again. It's like Fort Trails. Mm. Yeah. yeah, once in a lifetime. Mm. Well, I'll support. I'm definitely going to support. I have a friend who might want to do it. So I'll support. People would be coming to you for advice? No, but I know I have a friend who wants to do it. So I'll definitely support them. <laughs> Was that friend uh, keen before you did it or have you inspired them? Wasn't keen to do it Were they without at- the polls. Oh, yeah, the yeah. polls are. Uh, yeah. Have you done your other 100 milers? Have they had a poll? I had polls? I had polls at UTMB, but other ones. Well, I don't use polls anyway oh, that okay. much. Polls, the, the fact that there was no polls didn't bother me in the slightest. Was your friend at the post box? No. All oh, right. I was just wondering if that sort of no. incredible atmosphere at the end no. infected them. No. But no, no. just watching a dot move across the screen <laughs> infected them. <laughs> yeah. And we've, and we've kind of done the same races as well, so, yeah. Yeah. A woman? No. Oh, so, oh well. Well, not oh well. I yeah. wish the best of luck. I think there will get a, a lot more women, though. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, Andre is really keen on that. He's got his 50-50 um, aim. We've had him on here talking about that before, but it wasn't, it was 60-40 in the end, but still, 
Yeah, I think the. Uh, I think he'll have. I think his cause yeah. needed a poster girl. Yeah. Now, now, he's, now he's got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think he'll have more women doing it. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Great. Well, that's all the questions uh, we had to ask. Um, thank you very much for taking oh, the time you. to come on. Yeah, and uh, sharing an incredible story. Um, you're uh, so humble that it uh, mm-hmm. it sort of doesn't come across just how epic this truly oh, was <laughs> so yeah. congratulations and uh thank you mary as always for co-hosting thank you mark and uh usually we say like us on facebook but now we've upgraded onto itunes so subscribe and give us a five-star review or don't give us a review if it's not going to be a good one um <laughs> but uh tune in and make sure you listen in for more mad people taking on mad challenges <laughs> like nikki <laughs>